I don't have any ice to jingle. <laughs> yeah, I don't need it. Five, six, seven, eight. It doesn't matter what course, disco always feels right. When Dick and Papa hold you tight, nothing gets to you, cause that butter ain't cool. Everything you will be alright. thing baby the podcast call in we need all uh, we need call-ins what are we even gonna talk about anyway like a like at least one wolf i mean obviously wolves but couple what couple of wolves baby Good day, and welcome to the Wolfpack Discussion with Dick and Papa. For those of you who are with us for the first time, we are a podcast dedicated to disc golf, hopefully witty banter, and light social commentary. We will warn you that there will be some adult-oriented stories, but we will try to keep it mostly PG-13. I'm Dick, and I am here as always with the one and only Papa Wolf. Before we begin, we send our love to our beautiful mothers, Patty and Daphne, and apologize ahead of time for what you might hear. All right, good evening and welcome everyone. This might be the evening, this might be the day. I don't know when you're listening. I'm not really here to judge, but I'm Papa. I'm here as always with Dick, he's over there. And welcome the one and only Jaysaw. Hold on, she's drinking. Yo. She's here as well. Jennifer Sawyer, team MVP, team Wolfpack Disc, team Great Lakes, team Mitten Bags, team anything Flight else? Towel. Flight Towel. Team Luna Disc, of course. Team Luna's Luna. the man. Team and Luna. team uh, K-Aces, Disc Off. Wonderful. Repping the local yeah. areas. We appreciate that. Um, so if you've listened before, you know that this is going to go pretty easy. we got a segment, a commercial, segment, commercial, segment, commercial. Something along the three segments. Maybe three. We'll see if we can get through all of it. We've already drank a little bit. Uh, we did not open with our normal open, so let me apologize ahead of time to Daphne and Patty if they're listening. Oh, we already started with that. I oh. just recorded it last time. Oh, I'm you gonna play you, the same intro every fucking. Episode. You're so fucking smart. Uh, I appreciate that. It's okay, but sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry, mom. You're probably gonna find out that Dick and I are already inedible. Yeah. It happens. It's, it's legal, legal in the state, so let's move on. Very legal. We're gonna talk about what's in our bag today. Uh, Dick and I are getting prepared for crack plastic tomorrow in uh, beautiful Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's why we're lucky enough to have. Me. Welcome to my town, boys. So far, we enjoyed a brewery that was not located in the town, but from another town. But it was okay. It was a nice brewery, nonetheless. Sagatuck Brewery. Sagatuck Brewing Company. Uh, do you think we can get money for mentioning them? No, because Sherwood Brewing Company will give us money. Oh yes. No, don't go to Sagatuck. Go to, go to Sherwood. Sherwin. It's the other S word. Yes, yeah, definitely the Way other S word. 
So we're going to start off with our in the bags, as uh, many of us prepare for our opening season. Uh, we have a lot of different changes to our bag. I'm sure that Dick has no idea what's new in his bag, and Jaysaw's bag is probably the same as it was last year. So I'll start. Well, uh, Jaysaw and I just looked at each other like, I actually don't remember. But I think I know most of the discs. It would be really interesting to pull I'm, Dick's bag out right now and see if you could actually name every one of the discs in his bag. Doubtful. We should do that. Do a tester. Like, I think we, we actually have Dick's bag in the room. Do we have someone to go get room. his bag? Okay. All right. Thank you, producer yes. Joel, for I'll, bringing it over. Right. Don't show him. Don't let him yeah. see it, though. you got to do it between the... you got to yeah. do it over there in the hallway. I'll start with the top. No, I won't look. Um, I'll Dick's start with bag. the top. we got uh, two fierces for putting. By what company? Discraft. Okay. Oh, Page how many pairs. times are you gonna say that? Pairs. A lot. They pay me to do that. Thanks, Discraft Underground. Um, I have two fierces. I have a wizard that I like to use for driving and approaches, and I have a zone for mostly approaches. Insert oohs and ahs to Joel Ooh. pulling the the discs I got the out as Dick. Got yeah. Hundred percent. So if you go down. Um, we below, told, if you will, go down below. Yep, told, into the bag. We told Joel and uh, Drew not to talk too much, but Joel, would you say that my discs are arranged in a way down below? How so? Uh, yeah, they are color-coded. Yeah, I do That's the rainbow. Nice. Are you getting hints? You're here. getting hints to what's no, in your no. bag right now. I think he's trying to cheat. Yeah. No, no, no. They're all on a rainbow. Start naming them. Go, uh, Bob. Go. I got at least three flicks. For my thumbers, I have two new glasses. Not to me. Um, <laughs> for the thumb part or the flick I have part? a spider. So I have confused. a Buzz GT. I have two Avenger SSs. One is a flex, and one is uh, ESP. I think that's a clearer one, right? That, we're not answering mm -hmm. the questions. Yeah. You're telling us the story um, right now. You're taking a quiz, is what you're doing. Yeah. A preview of my disc of the week. Did you just whisper that like people cared? The epic. <laughs> it's an epic. Yeah. You don't have to whisper it. I'll give a review of that later. <gasps> Cheers. Yeah, there it is. And uh, I'm thinking there's probably an Xcal. A Firebird. Cheater. Cheater. <laughs> I wanted to see what they were All doing. All right, so yeah. literally Joel I'm just trying to show them some discs that yeah, Dick's forgetting. It's okay. Next up, Brian, with your bag. Because I forgot the rest. Yeah, we obviously know. First no, of all, all, Rich yeah. carries a grip, discraft, black and mm. gold BMX or uh, buzz bag. The B. Uh, I carry a grip BX bag uh, from Ledgestone. I traded uh, Richard one buzz for this. It worked out nice in my end. That's Still not trade. sure. How, what, I'm sure you just traded a buzz. That's one all single buzz. Okay. He says it was expensive. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I, Rich doesn't know the value of any disc. It was actually a D, a yeah. D buzz. So it's probably like worth worth 20 bucks and I get yeah. my bag. Um, my bag consists of two uh, new putters. I switched my putters over this winter. I went from Jawbreaker Challenger OSs to uh, Jawbreaker, not Jawbreaker, so Challenger OSs from Rubber Blends. Sorry, um, distracted. Uh, Jaysaw's waving her hands. <laughs> Joel has his pants off. This is a very challenging. That is a lie. Joel, you're going to get me in trouble over here, Brian. It's yeah. very distracting. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I now put with Rubber Blend Challenger OS's from Ledgestone 2018. I also have a D-Breaker from DGA, a early, early APX Swirl from like way before I started disc golfing. 
uh, a big Z Fierce, uh, and those are all the putters that I carry. Uh, I carry two zones, a Jawbreaker zone for backhand approaches and a 2016 Ledgestone Z-Flex zone uh, for uh, forehand approaches. And then I carry a drone for forehand mid-range, a Buzz, a Buzz SS, and a Soul, which I think is the single greatest disc ever invented. I forgot about my Soul. Just let your soul glow. Thank you for referencing. Anytime you reference... Coming to America coming 2 to, is coming out. Coming to in America March. 2 is coming out. I can't wait to get my review of that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, J-Saw already looks bored because we're talking about so much discraft, but I'll move this through. Tell us about your MVP <gasps> bag. Uh, I have two nukes, a uh, Tempest, a uh, Hades, an Undertaker, and a Vulture. Move on. I have thrown plenty of the things you guys are talking about today. Let's not pretend I'm... A you know, fresh into the game or something. MVP a noob? stand for most valuable plastic. I, I believe it stands for Maple no. Valley plastic. That's really? true. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. I did not know that. Yeah. Say that again. Maple, Maple Valley, Valley plastics. plastics. Did not know that. Yep. Uh, Chad and, and Brad actually were on uh, my one of my first cards I ever played in a tournament. Uh, Flintstone Flyers uh, event up in Goldenrod, and the Ion had just came out, and... That was a long time ago, then. It was a long time ago. You just aged ago. yourself there, buddy. Uh, let's not worry about my age. <laughs> I have the lowest PGA number in the room. Let's keep moving. Uh, I think I'm second, aren't I? You're no, you're not. third. Oh, I'm third? Yeah. You're going to him like 1,000. You barely. 42 versus 43. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I Wolf, early Wolfpack years, we tried to buy... Um, some of those ions with the red rim. That's how the first runs. Yep, yeah, first runs, and uh, we like couldn't afford them. What can I say? Yeah, we yeah. couldn't afford them then. We definitely couldn't afford them now. Definitely can't afford them now or cheaper than now. But uh, what are you rocking in your bag, Jason? So, do you want to know my winter bag that I literally just put together for around two weeks ago? Or yes. like my tournament bag that I left at home to not lose it in the snow. No, I wanna know what's your I'd rather hear your like regular My regular like, bag normal weather bag. Okay. Personally. I guess I'm wrong then, because I'd rather hear what you're throwing right now. So oh. we're gonna move on to whatever JSL tells us is the right answer. <laughs> yeah. What if I tell you something you if you right. guess which bag it's I in. might regular be regular bag or winter bag. I there might, might be some crossovers. I can name Five to eight MVP discs. Do any Richard, of, can any you of name, people in this room? <laughs> can you name eight MVP molds? No. Can Not you even, name five? Maybe. And you have to now just because it's your job. It is my job. Ready? Yeah. Watch this. Say, I don't Wait. Ooh, I have that one. Do and you throw it? Yes, I do. Okay. No, uh, I remember what she puts with. I listened. It was the Adam? That's correct. Yep. Uh, that's two we've There's established. An MV is another putter. And MV is another putter. That is also Ohm is a discontinued putter. We've that's already right. mentioned the Ion. The Ohm is a new putter. Ohm is a new putter. Sorry, I thought it was discontinued. Is that, like a, uh, is that like a yoga? It came out last year, and I got my 2020 run stamp on it, and then 2020 Which is available happened. at Great Lakes Disc if you go, go to the shop. Go to Great Lakes Disc um, in Grand Rapids, and yep. you can get a JSAW disc yourself. I'm going to need one of those. Um, you should. I bought a whole bunch to give away. I have more. The, I have more um, uh, Segue to the Wolfpack Disc tryout, March 27th. Some of the players' packs is J-Saw's Disc. Ooh, thanks. Awesome. You're welcome. Anyway, so let's get back to my bag. So we'll yes. start with putters. Uh, Electron Soft Adams, mm -hmm. two of them. Um, and then throwing putters, I have a Plasma Envy, which is my favorite throwing putter. And then the winter bag, I threw in an Electron Entropy. Okay, so why would you throw an Entropy versus an MV in the winter? Um, well, I threw it in because it was electron plastic, which is grippier. It's a baseline plastic. It's grippier in the wet, cold conditions. 
it's more stable, so that's not necessarily winter choice there, because usually you want to throw something easier. Um, but that was my choice, so. And when you are looking at your putters, are you normally going in that 173 to 175 range, or are you going lighter? Or? Um, putters, definitely max weight. Nice, excellent. Got to, just with the mm -hmm. wind and everything. I have played around with like high 160s putting putter for like outside circle, maybe tailwind putts, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, definitely max weight. Yeah. So, um, I think that's it for my throwing putters. It's really just an MV or a sable one. Which is and what bag are you using right now? Uh, the Voyager Pro. MVP's Voyager Pro. Excellent. Any carts? Yes, I have a Zuka cart. Um, and then in the winter, my winter cart is a shovel. Oh. Shovel. You, bun Classy. you bungee your bag to the shovel and just drag the shovel behind you and then right. you can wow. unbungee your bag you did not like i can show you the picture i just did this at my birthday round at cobra just, just last week carry on a shovel and then you, you have drag, a shovel then you have speaking a shovel of, speaking of birthdays so my birthday was a few months ago and uh i have a lot of wonderful friends in the disc golf community Hold on. that's fucking genius oh, no. isn't it i saw some guy i saw it at um okay. the ice bowl at flip city and i complimented him at the time I and i totally it. stole it for those of you that can't wow. see, which is everyone, Jason is now ribbons. showing. Because it was at Colebrook Dick. last weekend. It was like eight inches of fresh snow. Yeah. Uh, the MVP Voyager bag hooked up to a blue shovel with snow shovel, all of her uh, ribbons hanging out, which uh, I will say that I am not a proponent of ribbons, but it's okay. Well, see, I that round was a birthday everyone... celebratory round with 24 chains. And if you know 24 chains... You need to not. You can get distracted. They get yeah. weird. Um, yeah. And yeah. it was it was both mine and Scott's birthday round, so Scott we were celebrating. Like, yes, we have the same. We're both yeah. we're both groundhogs. So, um, he has he has agreed to come to Colebrook every year for the Twenty Four Chains birthday round. That is pretty birthdays. impressive. So anyway, if you might pause after that. Like, <laughs> you want some ribbons so you can find your stuff. That's. It's true. I just throw shorts, so I don't have to worry about ribbons. Yeah. Um, uh, on my birthday, Jaysaw was kind enough to take a shot with me over Snapchat, Jameson. Uh, don't worry, Richard wasn't kind enough to take a shot with me on my birthday, nor call me or anything no. like that on my birthday. It's fine. Definitely not. Yeah, Phil Delone brought in me in balloons and, and hats. Oh, Phil. But uh, Richard, you know, my best friend, nothing. So don't worry about that. You... I mean, yeah, it's fine. Fail. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, back to discs and not um, sadness. Discs, not being a good friend. Birthdays um, don't matter. <laughs> I don't you care not about my wrong. birthday. I really don't. That being said, so mid range. Yeah. <laughs> reactor at twenty twenty stamp. Jay saw reactor. My regular bag. I threw an electron matrix. Um, in my winter bag because of the plastic again. Um, always a theory. Both bags, no matter what. Theories are great. They're, those are out of commission, and I'm looking forward to whatever they're replacing it with. I'm eagerly anticipating that understable mid-range that MVP is going to come out with. Do you have any inside info you can drop right now? I do not. I wish I could. Like uh, I couldn't. We even, only have like 50 people that listen. I know. To this. Even I couldn't even tell you off record. No idea. <laughs> no idea. No idea. 
as a person that buys a lot of discs, it's sad that I don't have any inside knowledge on this fact. It makes me sad. Or maybe I'm lying and I'm just making sure that you're not constantly bugging me for insider information. All right. So, like, JSL's off, the, like, the four teams that I manage. So, <laughs> so he's going to threaten to kick me off some team or two. How many teams do you sponsor her through? Um, <laughs> two officially, uh, one unofficially, and uh, we'll see about the future. And now, a word from our sponsors. I'm sorry, Rich, Dick, whatever the fuck your name is. You didn't have a bag hanging off your bag? I'm talking mitten bag. Keep your hands dry. Alright, thank you so much to our sponsors. As always, we appreciate those wonderful people that don't pay us any money for advertising, and that's how it is. Free advertisements. Just uh, email. You know, maybe share our page and say, I want to do a commercial. Yeah, we'll that be. works, because Facebook's getting less and less traction. How would you just email wolfpackdiss at gmail.com directly, and maybe we'll give you a free advertisement. That's how cheap we are. Uh, moving into segment two, or segment three, or segment four, depending on how Richard Agman, uh, edits this all together. Should be number two, but we'll see. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, to me. It's always been number two. What's the walk into that? Uh, we talked about a little bit about music on the break, a.k.a. the part that Richard will edit together to make a cheap uh, episode about later. But we actually asked the question, what was your first uh concert ever so we're gonna look over at rich first rich what was your first concert ever um when i was in seventh grade i went to both uh carlos santana and tom petty and the heartbreakers and i do not recall which one was first but they were both the same summer and i loved them both excellent jay saw first concert Ooh, i was uh freshman in high school 1999 you don't have to say that out loud (laughs) now you can do the math (laughs) <laughs> you're right you're right i'm gonna make everyone do that. yeah she's younger than us i think we graduated the same year 2002 three. Oh, yeah. i'm old yeah I'm, no and i'm older than you so thanks let's just move on past that anyway freshman year in high school 1999 family values tour with corn and limp biscuit you know that's funny is i also went to that tour but it was definitely not my first concert <laughs> moving on to the man who wears orange aka drew heron Oh, uh, yeah, I gotta admit that my first concert was Richard Marks at Pine Knob mm. in, like, 1996 with my parents. Oh, Dick Marks classic. <laughs> you know what? It was a, it was an awesome venue, and I was happy to appreciate it. Brother Joel, what about you? In my mom's womb. Oh. Reba oh. McIntyre. Oh, <laughs> damn. Out, out of the womb. I just got big putter. <laughs> he, he out of the womb. Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, you were just trying to one-up the, the T-Sweet with... I am in love with T-Sweetie. I wish that T-Sweetie would meet you and that you guys would fall in love Her together. new albums are nice. Hey. I'll give her that. At T-Sweetie, I love you. Uh, Moving I, on. My first concert, I believe, oh, yeah, was Green Day and Blink-182, but my first real concert experience, I remember... Um, was uh, ninth or 10th grade Warp Tour, which mathematically speaking would have in, been 2000. In Pontiac? No, in uh, Darien Lake, New York. No, this one would have been LaSalle Park before Darien Lake, so it's probably 1999 with my sister. Uh, she found a $100 bill on the ground and bought me a Warp Tour hoodie, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Your sister is a nice lady. She is literally the coolest person I've ever met besides me. Wow. Uh, besides that, what about your most recent concert prior to the time where we can't be friends? When concerts still happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I count 
Nick Offerman live as a concert because he played songs. Okay. And I bought my mom and stepdad uh, tickets for my mom's birthday, and uh, we went to that, and he talked about how big his dick was, and it was funny, and I was sitting next to my mom talking about... How, how did Daphne feel about that? She was laughing, but like... Conservatively laughing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like, like shy, like uh, Uncomfortably laughing? Is that what he's talking about? Yeah. That, I don't think that... so. So last week we recorded our first episode, yeah. but prior to our first episode, Daphne actually called Rich, and I answered the phone and talked to Daphne for a solid 20 minutes. As Rich? No, mm-hmm. as myself. Oh, okay. Oh, we had combo. We had the uh, AirPods mm-hmm. that she bought me for my birthday. Very kind. I always liked when Daphne would buy you a Cabela's gift card because you'd usually spend it on me because yeah. I'm a redneck. And I love that about you. That'll happen. So what was your last concert, Jason? My last concert was Fear Inoculum's Tool. Uh, November 2019. Yeah, Tool. I, I had great seats then. I had wow. even better seats in March of 2020. No, actually, it was May. It was May, May 2020. 2020, yep. Was when they were coming back to Detroit. Unfortunately, um, something happened. And it was the first concert officially canceled of 2020 mm. in that tour. Yeah, uh, along those same lines, I was supposed to see the new lineup of Blink-182, <laughs> minus the crazy guy uh, from The Aliens. Hold on, pause real quick. So... <laughs> I have like the Spotify premium account and everything else, and I gave Brian my password. I'm sorry, Spotify. But anyway. Not sponsored. Like my daily mix or like the suggested shit is always fucking like Blink 182 and all this emo shit that I never liked. And I'm like, God damn it, Brian. And go on. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, you have fucked with his Spotify. He's upset about your music. I can yet. feel that. I can feel that it's and like, I understand. Oh. Hence why things I like. uh, in this past August, I left Spotify. I am now an Amazon music man. Mm. All on my own. I can create my own playlist because Dick's variety, although is wonderful, is also very That's short-sighted. Right. You can also name all three varieties of that Dick likes, and I'll just move on past that. Dick Dick likes a little bit. I like a lot of it. I can't wait for your album of the week. I'm sorry, Dick what What did you just say? Dick likes a little bit. Does he? Just like a little? It, just a little bit. Just a little. Okay. I like a lot of it, Dick. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, my last uh, concert I saw, I believe, was Kesha and Macklemore with my wife. Ooh, it was right. badass. Like it was one. arguably one of the top five concerts I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen well over two hundred concerts. I've never uh, been to a non-rock concert. Uh, you know what? They're not I, out of my two hundred plus concerts. Maybe only ten of them are non-rock. I would, but that was a good one. I would say that was maybe one of the only pop ones I went to, uh, and it was very, very good. Um, Joel, Joel, Uh, my last concert was Chris Stapleton. (laughs) What is is he saying? I would. He's a country. country. Yes, I don't like country. But he is bluesy, and I like rip. I'll rail. I'll give give Crip Stapleton the Crip. 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 Chris. Crip Stapleton's sure. last. What about yeah, you? Yeah, in my older years, I don't go out to concerts much, but my last one was actually Alice Cooper at Ooh. Pine Knob. So I went full circle. Oh, Richard Marks went right to Alice Cooper. Pine Knob. All right. So it was, uh, Very it was a good. Very um, good. Um, so we're going to move right into Album of the Week. Last week, Richard uh, had the Beastie Boys, which was wonderful. 
And this week, my album of the week is my second CD ever. Richard, you want to give a guess? What? If it's not Notorious B.I.G. It's not. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, like, okay, so, the, pre- second, it's so almost, the second, like, literal CD you ever owned. Uh, like, the second talking, like, compact disc. CD? Yep. Okay. Com- second right. compact disc I ever owned. Uh, yeah, I have no other guesses other than Biggie. Green Day. Uh, Green Day was my third album I ever got. It was Dookie. Dookie. My, oh, my okay. number one, my first album I ever bought was Weezer's Blue album. Ooh. What was your second? Well, the your second, second, which is to this day my favorite album, front to back. It's going to be so bad. Out Come the Wolves by Rancid. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. And Richard goes, oh, it's going to be so bad. That's because Richard doesn't understand how good a baseline is, especially Maxwell Murder. Um, this is really just a reason for you two to argue amongst yourselves, right? <laughs> just you yeah, people listen to us argue. I I actually <laughs> advertise this as witty, witty banter. I've I been cons today, Ho- everybody. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Rancid is a punk rock band, and if you haven't listened to them, they have a wide variety of sound, and I think the bassist is one of the best bassists ever, um, arguably maybe the best bassist ever. Uh, people are going to say Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers just because he's popular, and I'm okay with that. Um, but we're going to move on because Red Hot Chili Peppers is probably my top five favorite blah, band blah, ever. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So yep. I guess Green Day because my first CD, compact CD, I ever owned, yeah. no, was Insomniac. Oh, so you're young. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my, f- I, mean, I, I, just, I had crisscross tapes. Yep. No, I had no, crisscross no. tapes. Okay, so like my going back to tapes, like, what's like your first, tapes. what is your first cassette? Sebastian's Greatest Hits from The Little Mermaid. Okay, and what's your, do you remember your fa- first? <laughs> Who's Sebastian? For? Oh, the, fuck you, really? Yeah, I don't. Do the crab. Don't. The secondary, yeah. like the first Isn't secondary. The lobster? Oh, God. No idea. Crustacean, we'll just agree with that. Um, uh, my f- first tape that I really recall liking a lot would be uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the French Prince. Why would you Fresh, Fresh oh, Prince. We're, we're talking things we liked a lot. Uh, okay, yeah. so the first... I was calling uh, the CK 105.5 in Flint when I was like 4 or 5. 105.5? Ace 105. of base, man. Ace of base. Ace of base. Fresh Prince. Way back. Early yeah. 90s. So way my back. sister and I definitely owned Ace of base, but my first compact disc was, or my first cassette was Inner circle. Yeah, we went back from I wanna make you compact spot. disc to cassette. That's where we are in this conversation now. That first record time still cassettes. Yes, I definitely bought it from record time. My first vinyl. And now a word from my sponsors. Hi everyone out there in Radio Land. This is Shay's grandmother asking you to go to GreatLakesDisc.com. Again, that's GreatLakesDisc. Dot com. No S. It's weird. I know. I need you to go there and buy his Frisbees. Oh, shit. Never mind. Not Frisbees. Uh, the discs. You can't say Frisbee. That's trademarked. So go to Great Lakes Discs and ask for Shay's grandma. That's me. Love you. Bye. Hey, grandma. Is there a code? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think the code is uh, GLDD10. Wait, that's not right. Uh... Well, hold on. My favorite player is Brian, so we'll use his code, 39996. Thank you. Love you. Bye. First of all, Richard, uh, you early cutted us. You went, like, let's is go right technic- to a commercial. Is and that I was like, that was not the next spot. I early cutted you? I believe cutted is an actual <laughs> word, so that's yeah. fine. Anyways, uh, I did album of the week. You have to do disc of the week. Ready, set, yes. go. Um, 
The epic. The aerobi epic. Um, what? What? I don't even... What? You know, what? it's funny because they go for like $80 now online. What? And which pisses me off because I used to be able to buy them on Amazon for like $15. And if I knew they were going to stop producing them, I would have bought 20 of them. Quick question. Did you contact Aerobi? I did. Quick question. Did you get the rights to make new no. Aerobis? They Aww. sold the rights to somebody else and then they Ooh. stopped producing. Ooh. It was a company called like Sport Tech or something. Why like somebody have you called me. them? Yes, they did not respond. That's weird. I know. But maybe next year. <laughs> maybe like tomorrow. <laughs> but. Stop being a wuss and just call them. The Aerobi Epic hey, is the weirdest them. disc that's still legal, and I love it. I, I disagree I have that. literally thrown the Aerobi Epic. I used to have one. I think I yeah. donated it to, to Luna and <sighs> like the stacks of putters and the old discs yeah. that I used to give to him to, to teach kids and shit. I don't think it's the weirdest disc, though. That's been made. <sighs> no, it's, it's not. It's so awesome. Quest has all those weird Quest. We were talking like, about that at dinner tonight. What about the one Sonic that's tucks, like stupid swirly fingers on the outside? Right. Fingers on the outside? That's way weirder. Oh, but keep it down because we're in a cheap hotel in no, the middle of fucking Galveston. No, because the uh, levels are <laughs> really high. Welcome to my hometown, boys. Yeah, Andrew would say that the levels are too high right there. That's your well, fault, not computer mine. Computer says, shut the fuck That's up, Ryan. That's what the computer says. Yeah, Producer yeah. Andrew can shut up. All right? <laughs> we're fine. You're, you're out so of here. So, disc of the week, my choice is going to be the um, Electron Envy. Electron it's a good Envy. Oh, oh, shut up, Producer Joel. <laughs> You are not a part of this conversation. Yeah. You're giving me lip. Anyway, Electron Plastic is great when yes, it's wet, it in the cold, especially soft Electron. When it's cold, it firms up. Available uh, at GreatLakesDisc.com. You expect, I don't write exactly. I agree. Shocker, right? Uh, my roommate Jake uses it. Hey. I, I tried to politely skip right over the penis stroke. I bring it back. I bring it back for you. Yeah. So you're welcome. Now I'm glad your podcast night. is going to be successful because yeah. my loud mouth. So I think that what's funny continue. is he was trying to talk about his roommate, Jake. Do you want to tell us, do you want to be honest with the crowd right now? Sure. That Jake's more than a roommate? Well, what do you mean by that? He's like a life friend. That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> is Jake your life you, friend? Not as much as you. Is he more of a life friend than me? Not at all. That's what everyone's worried about. No, no. Buddy, okay. You're uh, call him uh, my heterosexual life partner. That's, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> We appreciate you listening. Uh, this has been the Disc of the Week. Up next is a word from my sponsors, Mitten Bags. Bye, Jason. You know, if your feet are sweaty, you could take a mitten bag and put it in your shoe and let it absorb your stanky feet sweat. Mitten bags. Me yeah. uh, and fish. fish. Get it, girl. Brian oh. likes the fish. Listen, if you've got a panfish, wow. I like it. Uh, the best panfish I've ever had... Hmm, tell me about it. Okay. First of all, there's three. Because <laughs> they're tied. Number one, Ian Engelman's mm-hmm. bluegill uh, on the shores of Silver Lake. Number two, slash 1A, is the uh, wonderful fish shack that I ate in East Troy, Wisconsin, which I don't know its name. But you know who you are, because you listen to this. And number three, the best perch I've ever had is a walnut crusted perch Ooh, from yes. Luddington. Luddington from uh, I forget. Oh God, we both just blanked on this. James Poor Brewery. Nice there you one. go. We got drunk many times there, and arguably not many like the last eleven years straight for Labor Day weekend, Mustard Cup weekend, and a lot of other weekends.
Do you think James Port Brewery will give us money for that? Listen, about James Port Brewery, <laughs> they're my second favorite brewery, only behind the actual only brewery that pays us. Sherwood Brewery. Sure would like to make an advertisement for them. Is that what you sure would like to do tomorrow? I've been sure would about that many a times. Do How sure are you would about Would either of you like another drink? I would I love would like, a delicious oh. Sherwood Brewing Company drink. You're supposed to say, sure would. Oh, we missed the joke there. Go ahead, try it again. (laughs) Sure would. Would you guys guys like another drink? I sure sure would. would. Brewing company. Oh, didn't. Okay, it's only 9.50, and I think we're still recording, so we should try to rocket these questions out, and then we should go up. Fire around. Fire around. All right, quick, we're going to start with Jay's song with some fun questions. Rich, I'm reading these notes, and I don't think this is accurate, so I'm moving ahead of a few of these, and we're going to move on to, what are you drinking, Jason? Oh, I've got a little bit of Woodford Reserve mm. with, um, pa- uh, chasing, that's the word, with Vista Bay hard seltzer. Mm. Uh, Vista Bay brought to you by Aldi's brand. Aldi's. I sure a- wish it was Sherwood. Amen. There we go. Move on. Rich, what are you drinking? Oh, the same. Oh, cool. That was really boring <laughs> as fuck. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Sherwood Brewing Company mm-hmm. PLR now production he is line red. Lying. I'm actually lying because Ray, it, we're already purposely lying. I am Ray. You don't listen to this, but just in case you do, maybe Lisa. Lisa, I hear you. Oh, she's listening. Lisa, I don't have any production line red. None. There's no production li- line red in my house. So it's sad. hockey season. In fact, it's 15 it plus games into the hockey it's season. It's been a tough hockey season. You know why it's Red tough? Wings fan. Because you're a Red Wings fan and I'm a Bruins fan. Oh, fuck the Bruins you. have won five Get, games in a row. Who invited him here? The original no, six is strong between Goodbye. both of us. Uh, this is not, a not the place show. for it. We already talked music. Yeah. Stop. All right. Shh. Fine. Rapid fire, you said. All right, rapid fire it is. Moving on to the next question. Jay Saw, who's got the better beard, Dick or I? Dick. That's fine. <laughs> um. Jay saw we'd like to argue for the tomorrow night who gets the alone bed. We both think it's based on There's score. There's two beds, alone yeah. bed. Here's the thing, brother Joel's in the house tonight, and Parker plays harder. Lavelle won't be here till. So midnight. there's a three to one bed ratio. Is that the three guys in one bed and one guy in one bed instead of just two and two? Yes, that's the bet. <laughs> that's the bet. Mm-hmm. Who gets the solo bet? We base it on we score or we base it on percentage finish in their division. So the reason why I would make this okay, no, ooh, okay, oh shit, no, I pass. Pass next. <laughs> um, Rich. Who would you like to pick as your all-time doubles partner out of all disc golfers ever made? Jason, I'm going to come to you after. Rich, go. All-time doubles partner. Have to pick someone. Go. Uh, I would love fucking Ken Climo. Ken Climo. Great yeah. story. I bet you that'd be fun. Jason? Ragna. 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 Always through and through. You know, there's other podcasts out there. I don't know who Ragna is. Ragna oh. Bigda. Lewis. Ragna Bigda. Well, I'm just going to say but Ragna. Ragna. I see you. I see you on the new we love team. You, girl. You should have came. You've got an announcement. You've got an announcement to make about your new team soon. Rhymes with Great Lakes Disc. It's her um, coming out year. Or I'm excited. Isn't there a song for that you can like insert? Welcome back, Ragna. I think Brian would approve this. Uh, Ragna, I miss. Okay, here's the thing. I love Ragna. 
she she has moved here from Sweden and oh, moved to eh. my hometown, Battle Creek, Michigan. Eh. And I determined to make her my friend. When I heard that she was coming to play the Mishawaka Meltdown, that's when I literally in followed Indiana. her. In Indiana. In Mishawaka, Indiana. Um, I literally followed her to a tournament to meet her in person. And she was warned by someone that I was a giant <laughs> raging bitch. I disagree. <laughs> and I literally told my Who husband, said I said, no, I, no names, no names. I know. Um, I, I had, when I heard that the, the super fly, the super hot Swedish professional top touring pro female disc golfer was moving to my hometown. Friend of the pack. She forgot I to said, mention. I said, I'm going to make her my friend. And she is my best friend to this day. So the best I, thing about Ragna... Set your goals and achieve the things that you want in life. The best thing about Ragna, besides the fact that she's very good at disc golf, and she's obviously friends with JSOC, is that she, to my knowledge, has never once said anything bad about Wolfpack. No. Hey, should we sponsor her? I mean, she is literally my best friend. And I've th- seen her more than anyone else over quarantine, if that means anything. She's th- an important person in my life. There's a Do lot you of, ju- trust my judgment? I always trust your judgment, and I think that if Ragna wants to be in Wolfpack Disc, she's obviously more than welcome to be in Wolfpack Disc. That's she's what I'm saying. By oh. far the second best player, then. Yeah. Uh, she's first in my book, always and forever. No, like, yeah, I'm there's, first. there's like one person that might be better than her. Maybe one on the team. Anyways, we'll move on. Good luck to you, guy in Missouri right now, playing a B tier. You're fine. You're doing the best. These fools are trying to fly the B tier in Kalamazoo, Michigan in February called the Cracked Plastic. Because you want to know what happens when it's cold outside in Michigan in February? It's fucking horrible. It cracks your fucking plastic. What's the next question? Uh, I'm going to answer my uh, all-time doubles partner would oh, be yeah. Nate Doss. I just Ooh. think he'd be a lot of fun and he'd bring the beer. And I appreciate yeah, that. He would bring partner. the beer. That's true. Bevel Brewing Company. Bevel Brewing Company. Oh, Feel free to... Uh, Look us up. Maybe we'll give you a free shout out online. Just kidding. I like seeing beers with like disc golf themed oh, yeah. names. You know, There's it's really, like, it feels, it like makes you feel maybe. legit. All right, Jason, this is a weird question, but Rich wrote it, so we're going to let it fly. Ooh, maybe. Uh, do you care if someone's drinking or smoking during a sanctioned round? I do not, actually. Okay, moving on. I will. I should clarify, as a, a professional, mm-hmm. I don't want to give the wrong impression that I think that people should be shitting on the course. No. Ah, uh, that's um, different. Pooping I just is will different. not take. Uh, I just will not take it personally. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's not enhancing their game. If they it, right, it's not enhancing their game at yeah, all. If they win, like good for them. Yeah. That means that I didn't deserve to win. So why yeah. the fuck am I going to be a tattletale? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Quick question, Rick. Right, uh, recently signed MVP player James Conrad is well known for his flow or his hair. Uh, a lot of people are questioning who has the better flow, you, James Conrad, or the one and only Dix Mullet. So when um, James Conrad was officially announced to the team chat, I said, how dare this gentleman come to our team and challenge my hair. I will not be challenged in the hair department. No one should. And then I chopped it all off because mm. Conrad clearly wins. I didn't mm. notice clearly. it was shorter. His flowing thick locks, I mean... It's very fair about you to uh, yield, if you will, <laughs> so when the someone more is, powerful enters. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. I will give credit where credit's due. There are... Um... Speaking of more powerfully entering anything, oh, the geez. best tournament of the year, 
is a secret tournament that only a handful of us that are listening play. Unfortunately, this is the only time when JSAW is on a team that is uh, against us yes. as Wolfpack players. Dick and I are co-captains of Team Wolfpack. Which is expanding to two teams in 2021. Which, which is funny because I have wanted to play said tournament for many, many years, yet no one wanted to ask me to be in this prestigious event that is really the creme de la crop of Michigan that you do not want to miss out. And no one, no one reached out to me, poor little Jaysaw, until Rachel said, do you want to be on my team? And I said yes, and I embraced this challenge. To take the call As uh, Jennifer Sawyer is complaining about this, we have an incoming call from a one Mr. Parker Lavelle. Parker, we are live recording uh, our podcast right now, and you just answered the, uh, called us, so we answered. So go ahead and talk. Oh, I'm on the podcast? You're sure, literally I'm... on the podcast right now. Do you want me to talk about disc golf stuff? About how I'm about to toss so many hyzers. It's insane. Uh, we're about to actually where, ask. Where are you tossing those hyzers? I've never, I've never played the course in my entire life. I'm sorry, are you coming to Spring the Valley? Bus gonna, the bus right. is going to be a savior. I mean, no matter what, it's a safe shot about 250, 300 down the straight. And then if I need to just toss that hyzer to fuck. To get me out of to get me out of anything? I mean, I can. You like your buzz for your hyzers, you say? Well, I love the buzz for a nice, consistent shot. <laughs> There's very few times in which I'm lost for words, so we're <laughs> going to end this conversation. And I ask that you call Brother Joel if you have any actual questions. I have to move on. Bye. <laughs> and thank you for my sponsor. Honestly, he ruined a really good moment. Like, we were doing I good. Know, we were we vibing. We were on a fucking track. And then you decided to answer your phone, Brian. That is your fault. 100%. Brian didn't make that. So commercials. Thanks for Brian. And uh, now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Wolfpack Discussions is brought to you by Wolfpack Discs Hand Sanitizer. Make sure you rub it deep in those salty wounds. Visit wolfpackdiscs.com to grab yours today. Use promo code WPD10 to save. Welcome back. Thank you, sponsors, as always. We appreciate that. As uh, this podcast continues, we are here with Jaysaw, who is uh, part of the Michigan Women's Series. And I say part, I mean you're a really big part. Both your sponsorship with MVP and you as a player slash tournament director slash organizer. Talk to us a little bit about that. That's correct, Brian. Thank you. Um, I am now on my fourth year, I think. That's awesome. I'm bad at math. Um, math is hard. On being co-director of the Michigan Women's Series with one of my good friends, Ashley Jerski. Wolfpack sponsored Jersey. player. East Sider, um, duck lover, just like me, except I'm the West Sider. Um, 
Ashley Tursky. She loves anyway, ducks. Let's. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's not today. Um, the Michigan Women's Series works really hard to uh, work with other clubs in the state of Michigan to allow them to run a tournament that is conducive to women, that helps grow women's... Um... I just got a beer. <laughs> no, he got a Diet Coke. Oh, I thought it was PBR. <laughs> oh, man. What a... The, the yeah. Michigan Women's Series All right, thank you. <laughs> is a series of, of women's only, women only tournaments in the state of Michigan that's run by various clubs. Like oh. Wolfpack Discs is a club, like CCR is a club, like Climax Club is a club, like Cases is a club. There are a lot of Michigan disc golf clubs that are really part of the local communities, which is the grassroots efforts to growing the sport. And if you want to make an impact on disc golf overall, you really have to start where you can influence. Where you can influence is usually in your hometown. You are currently in my hometown. Um, one of the longest running leagues in the state of Michigan, the KAs, run by Larry Labond, who has hosted multiple world championships, who hosts six tournaments in Kalamazoo a year. Um, and is co- he is the TD of the Kalamazoo Ladies Classic. Um, he shows up and he offers money and he may or may not bring a keg every Amazing. year. Always and, no, and then never. like I do all the trophies and he puts up the money and shows up and does a lot of the work with me and it, it's a great event. Larry LeBond is a wonderful TD, anyway, uh, Discraft Underground member TD. and a friend hosting, of MDGO. Hosting the Crack Classic, which, which is what brings you boys here this weekend. It's going to be so Bridget, fucking cool. Bridget. He's going to be hosting the Hall of Fame Classic. He is. The, the Hall of Fame Classic is new to the city of Kalamazoo. Um, is part of Larry's new head of the Michigan Hall of Fame title, which is really deserving. I mean, we call him the godfather around here, and if anyone knows Larry LeBond at all, you've seen him he's stand fucking, on a picnic table. Yeah. Uh, call him Al Pacino. Call it's him like Al an Pacino. Even better, like, yeah, joke, yeah like, exactly. The Godfather. The Godfather. He's Al Pacino. Yeah, so. Anyway, so. Welcome to Kalamazoo, guys. Uh, we are one of the consistent uh, tournaments in the Michigan Women's Series, the Kalamazoo Ladies Classic. As co-director, I guess I, I kind of feel like I can always run an event. But generally, we ask for new clubs every year, new courses, and we try to give as many clubs who want to support the growth of Michigan um, women's disc golf an opportunity to host a tournament. And when they host a tournament, they have certain requirements that they have to meet that are laid out by the Michigan Women's Series. So they have to provide bathrooms, they have to provide lunch, they have to provide certain um, amenities that are important to the growth of women in disc golf. So along that line, uh, obviously there's been an increase in awareness of the challenges that female players bring to the sport. And when I mean bring, I mean the simple necessity of having such things like a restroom available. How do you feel tournament directors, especially in the state of Michigan and those that are listening right now, can do better to welcome women disc golfers? Bathrooms are a huge consideration when, um, I, I do say women, but anyone should consider um, as a part of a good course or a reason to play a tournament that might, there's tournaments every weekend in Michigan. You can choose to play in any city, essentially, throughout the entire summer, hell, throughout the entire winter. What's going to make you play one event or the other? Or what's going to make you just play your local league and not a tournament at all? 
It could be amenities, particularly restrooms. When it comes to women, there's no other question about it. It's uncomfortable to have to, to let's be honest, take your pants down to go to the bathroom in the middle of a course. Like, you yep. guys laugh, but like no. you guys, it's... Brian's it's a, done it. I don't doubt it. They're, they're, we're human. Let's not pretend yeah, exactly. it's not okay. We, yeah. We've all been there. Exactly. Everybody poops. Um, I just feel like it's... Yeah, there's a, they teach children that. Yeah, yeah still as adults. We it can't make concessions to allow what guys, people yeah. do as people, regardless yeah. of your gender. What are some other things outside of restrooms that rest that tournament directors can do to increase the participation of women players? I think it's the little things that really makes you remember that tournament, um, that really sets people talking about, oh, that was an amazing tournament. It Honestly, it's the amenities. It's the little things. If you attend a women's uh, tournament generally, some of the, the greatest ran women's tournaments in the Midwest region, and Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, we have a lot of good Michigan, or not just Michigan, sorry, we're at Michigan. Midwest. <laughs> women's disc golf is yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah. And Aaron Oakley, who actually started the, the Michigan Women's Series, also was a part of starting the Midwest Women's Series. So... The, the more we do things on a local lo- level, the more um, positive influence that has around us. Other other women see, I mean, we're, it's not like we're not all connected on social media. Yeah. We're all disc golf, yeah. you know, Facebook friends, Instagram friends and everything. And we're inspired by what we see in other cities that we want to see in our own city. So, so when you make those, you give that attention to your city, it helps bring that to others. So you talk about, you know, Facebook and social media. Um... There's creepers out there. Yes. Um, so you're a sponsored player. You're mm-hmm. supposed to sell discs that have your name on it or your uh, design. So you want more fans. So how do I um, then, handle the weird messages? But huh? then there's guys being weird, like you don't want to yell at them because maybe they'll uh, buy your discs and you get money from that maybe. I so what I think the shift in today's world... I think in the honesty of people being people, but let's say that we've been a lot, we've had a lot more honest conversations as a society. I'm very on a wide array of, of topics. And I think that's important to have and how I can, can contribute is specifically forgot what the fuck I was about to just say. So along those lines, Rich is basically asking a, a question as a social media manager and, and that's what I do for a full-time living. How hard is it to navigate the waters of being both a very public person but also dealing with people that for lack of a better way to word it are, are creeps as Richard called and or um, you know douchey for lack of a better way to put it, by maybe being a little over-aggressive in both their words or um, their contact or their amount of um, face-to-face presence at a tournament or, you know, being really honest here, we know that there is a, a large amount of people that maybe send inappropriate messages and video-wise to you. So, um, I, I guess, as my naive white male self says what's it like to be a very public female pro um i see i think it's funny that you call my that you call me a very public female pro because i am not i don't feel like i'm very public yes i share a lot of things but 
I don't share me the the important part of me. I don't share a lot of work. Sure, I I don't share a lot of I don't know. I keep something to myself. I think that's what's important. Okay. It, social media, especially coming from pre-social media, social media yeah. era, like yeah. It, you have to keep something to yourself. It's it's all if if you haven't learned it's a facade yet, you're doing it wrong. It's it's a method to to build a brand. It's a method to do and that's all it's been for me. And in it causes conflict with my family because my family gets offended if I don't see or react to something on Facebook. I it's like literally a business part of me. Yeah, so it, as a very public person. Right. And you say you're not, not public. Me. But you you are definitely public and I yes. will say that I'm uh, I'm motivated by like the workout photos that you put up in videos. Like I'm someone that struggles mm-hmm. personally with my weight and I've uh, shout out to to Duff Fitness. I'm I'm working with them, trying to have a little bit healthier lifestyle. But like, obviously, when you post videos like that, you're open to criticism, or you're open to as as Rich was leading on earlier, the creeper. You know, how do you handle stuff like that? What's um, what's the strategy for maybe other people that are listening that don't know how to react to that? I think it's a loaded question, but I can only give how I take shit. I mean, everyone reacts differently and everyone has different experiences and there's no way you can speak to, to anyone's anything. But for me, I've understood that online is a, is a business world. It's not, it's not a real world. It's not where you should be focusing attention, but it can be useful. And so when you use it in the right way, and, and for me, that has been part of this fitness journey that you and I have both talked about. We, we've had these conversations privately outside of a podcast, outside of a sponsorship as friends, you know. Um, and I, what's kept me posting these kinds of things and doing this it has been the positive messages. Um, there have been a lot of people who've reached out and has, has said how inspirational it can be. And you don't even realize you have that impact on people. And sometimes when you get the creepy fucking messages, <laughs> it really deter- it deters you. You don't want to do it anymore. You want to hide in your hole and you want to go away. Um, but you just, that's not what it's about. And you just have to, uh, you shouldn't have to say this. I'm, I'm about to say you just have to take, roll with the punches and, yeah. and, and out it when it is important to you. I have publicly shamed anyone who's done anything um, overtly. I've actually never received a full on dick pic. Wow. Unsolicited dick pic I've never once received. Unsolicited. But <laughs> unsolicited dick pic. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> however, <laughs> I have received solicited. uncomfortable messages, yes. pictures yeah. that you know of dicks in women's underwear. We'll yeah. say that you know, like the, yeah. there's a there's something there. It doesn't. I've publicly outed, um, and I think the more that women do that, the more that it becomes not okay to do that kind of thing. And, and unfortunately, people can feel ashamed of that, of, of it happening or of doing it. it. And you should feel ashamed of doing it. Mm. Don't let me fucking rattle on some oh, yeah. whiskey nonsense out of my mouth right now. But um, I think the more that we shame people, the more it becomes not socially normal. It becomes not okay. There's more guys that agree that it's not okay than there are the, the fucking weirdos that do it. Yeah. So we just have to work together to, to in a positive way, turn that away from um, normal culture. Yeah, I know it's a really small part, but I'd like to give a shout out to uh, teammate Elijah, who 
um, tagged about 200 friends one day and was like, hey, you're friends of the unhumored censor page that really goes past the... Past the line, for lack the of a better way to put it. Unhumor, the unhumored disc off sense. Is, what is the? Yeah, I don't whatever know. you just said. Whatever the thing I said. There hasn't been one woman that I know personally who disc offs who has not been personally affected by that page. Yeah. It, and not just the humor behind it, but the private messages that you get as a woman from the creepers that are out there afterwards. Because one person makes a joke, it makes it like it's okay. And it kind of makes it almost acceptable that that's the next step like what else happens after you do that so yeah you want to act like we're being sensitive and that we're just not funny how many times have we had inappropriate jokes among friends yeah, yeah. there's a line you have to know what that line is and that's not what happens or that is not a good way to uh <laughs> to enter the sport of disc golf into the world let's pretend that we're we're at the top of the table we're just oh. yeah and as as the sport of disc golf evolves i i hope that we find a healthier place to bring comedy and also i hope that we challenge each other to continue to be the most fun as i said in our closing argument last week or last time we recorded i hope that all of us become the paul Macbeth of fun um i'm not one for breaking news and uh this is going to be recorded and people are going to see stuff uh, later on, but I just want to give a shout out to uh, our, a local friend, a friend of, of, the, of the state of Michigan, and a friend of Discraft, sorry, but, uh, you know, uh, Timmy B, aka Tim Barham, uh, just announced that uh, he has <laughs> signed with OTB Dis. Oh, he did? I did not know this. Yeah, it's, br it's breaking news. This. Yeah, he announced it one hour ago. Uh, big congrats to, to him. Though. Good for Tim. Um, Tim Barham um, is always been a friend of Michigan Wolfpack Dis. One of the things that I love about Tim Barham is that he came to our 10-year Wolfpack anniversary party, which was a random draw doubles event. You didn't know who you were getting. Mm -hmm. There was plenty of B-tiers and C-tiers in the state of Michigan for him to go and play that week, but he chose to come hang out and have some fun. Uh, love him. I uh, think that that's great. Also, Wolfpack just doesn't feel competitive to anyone, so congrats to OTB uh, along that same line. Uh, what does that stand for? I Off-track betting, I believe. It <laughs> <laughs> cannot be. Oh, I'm sorry. That's... Over the bounds? Like, yeah, that's so, more likely than so off-track betting. I keep telling Brian to not gamble too much, and that's the answer he comes with OTB. So OTB <laughs> is a... Eastern United States and can Canadian. Are you about horse races? Yeah, it's oh Canadian. God. Drew, back me up. You've been to Canada. What OTB is, is a betting thing. In <laughs> Anyways, um, sure. so we're just gonna move on past that. Um, and more importantly, congrats again to Timmy B. Um, Jason, we're gonna close up now. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are our first official guest we've ever had. Mm -hmm. um, literally, we are filled with pride that you want to represent our tiny, dumb um, <laughs> company. Stupid little thing. Stupid little thing that has grown I into I don't know us. any cooler guys in the state of Michigan than you stupid oh, fools. My so. goodness. Except for one weekend in October when she's on a different like, team. I'm literally Not catch up, right but... Now. Monsters. Oh, so, uh, so uh, again, uh, we appreciate all 58 listeners from the first podcast. Yeah. Um, Let's make which, it 100. Maybe. Make Papa happy. Maybe, it would be really cool if we got to 100. I told Rich unofficially that by the fifth episode, if we weren't averaging 100, I was going to end this shit. 
Um, don't give up, Brian. Because well, it's the first time in the industry, and then it's gonna uh, get I can do it better than on my own than with Rich. <laughs> so I figured I could just you know relaunch it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we hope that you have a safe weekend. Uh, this is currently Friday, but what's the magic about recording is we're gonna re-record stuff tomorrow. So this might be like spliced in shit. And that will be after your first round of correct plastic. It will be after, after our first, first not day. round, but day. Yeah, it's gonna, two rounds tomorrow. We're gonna review just, tomorrow. He, by the way, says he's gonna beat me by six strokes. Six strokes oh. is that what you say, Brad? I you said did. six strokes, right. and I also said that Jason was gonna caddy for me, which but see, works now out. Now I can't. Like, okay, so now. I hope we're I'm still giving recording. an advantage to a friendly butt. Hey, we're still recording. You maybe I good. just maybe I just <laughs> flop record. and don't show up and see what happens. If you flop and don't show up, uh, I will call your realtor and let her know that I have a higher offer. It's a fraud. <laughs> oh, I know. I found out tonight though that my offer is not accepted. Oh, that's bullshit. That As someone that's, that's done that multiple yeah. times, it sucks. <laughs> If, if you, um... Can you just stop it real quick and let us restart? No, I just want to say something. And then we're done. For the night, I think. Okay. Um, Including after hours? Oh, we're going to have after hours. <laughs> you can't lie to me. No, but You can't I'm, say we're going to be done and then pause. With, with this segment. And then after awkward hours commercial. Is, after hours is fucking which wild. Like, whatever you want to do in Which awkward commercial are you putting in there is the real question. <laughs> you have to let Jeff uh, and Sam here at the mall. And do you remember them. Joel's first try at the commercial? It was really bad. It wasn't great. No. <laughs> it really wasn't. All right. We go Joel. No, try Close. again. Okay. Closing statement. Go. Uh, you know, I always like to say, uh, keep it positive. And I, I generally like to uh, give people like a positive review. But what does it say? Let me see. It says nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's fucking blank as shit. <laughs> no, it has... A posture, like it has like quotation V and then capital V and then lowercase E, because I was about to write very in quotations. And stopped. <laughs> this is Why? the problem with the, this. See, people can't understand what we're talking about. Right now. That's the problem with the podcast. Okay. All right, all right. I just think we should stop podcasting and we no. should just do this live on YouTube all we're doing, the time. We're doing great. I mean, that's less work. You don't have to do edits. Also, Jason farted in the middle of that. <laughs> I thought I smelled something. <laughs> yeah. Totally got farted. I caught her. She didn't even I say anything. I hope you guys know that I'm never coming back to your little <laughs> podcast game anymore. <laughs> you are one of hey. five guests ever. <laughs> hey, be warned. If you're on our podcast, we're going to fuck with you. But uh, I want to ban people from our events. The PDGA says we can't, and I've emailed them twice. I'm not saying a specific name, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. There are multiple people that I would think Richard literally just cut me off. Richard just gave me that you can't go down the path of saying the exact person you want to ban. No. That's bullshit. This is our podcast. I should be able to say, hey, I want to blank. You can, but there's not no, there there isn't, it's not without consequence. We cannot. That's the thing. You can. I found a loophole. I did find a loophole. Event. I don't. I found a sanctioned loophole. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. So what is this rule? Let's talk about rules right now. What is uh, the rule? Richard and I need to open our own course, and then you ban them from the so property. So it has to be a private course. 
You yes. have no. Okay. It has to be basically the tournament director who's also the property manager. Okay, so it has to be the TD like the Bill problem at, is at Flip City. Like, no, Bill doesn't TD anything. Yeah, is he not? The t- well, because it's not it's not sanctioned. Mm, you found the problem. <laughs> okay, there are very few okay. TDs okay. that are actually the property owner as well. So. As this podcast blows up and we get million dollar sponsors and Richard and I open our own course, we will then host a C, B, or A tier every weekend from May 1st to September 1st. Then we can ban people because we would be the private owners of a property and say, you're not allowed on our property, but then we'd open up the public event. That is the only way around the event that I have found. If somebody that's listening to this knows of a different way to ban someone from a PDGA event, let me know. <laughs> so, un- unfortunately, I, I have experience with the fact that even reporting uh, particular players to the PDGA has not resulted in this um, result that, that honestly w- would affect and Im- impact so many players in a positive way. Um, there, there's something about the people who end up being known for playing games you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Or that really just, deters. It just brings yeah. everything and everyone down. So... We've had many events where women on our team, and we sponsor quite a few women, mm-hmm. um, will not come if somebody's there. Mm-hmm. And that's super unfortunate because Wolfpack has been around for ten plus years. We're one of the proudest. I've been around for ten plus years, like yeah, yeah. We're we're one of the proudest teams that say we don't have a women's team. We just have teams, and whether you're, you're good to play on either team or whether you're fun to play on either team. We're happy. It doesn't matter what your sex is. And it's just... Not that that means anything about people who have a women's team. There isn't anything wrong in that in any way. But I just want to say, as as the captain of the MVP's women's team, I don't want to give the wrong impression that there's something inherently wrong with having a specific women's team. But it is brave to, to have just a team. Thank you for calling us brave. We appreciate that. It's a good movie. It was a really good. Listen, my kids. How many times have you seen that with your kids? Uh, I've watched Brave no Uh, less. My sister has the big giant pearls, but they're blonde. Uh, So uh, you know, but I still I live life next to um, big giant curly hair. Well, at this point, we're going to break to a commercial, which probably means the end of our broadcast. We'd like to thank you for listening. <laughs> our next broadcast will be roughly the middle of Tomorrow. March, but we drink heavily, so middle of March might be middle of April. They might get the, the video, the, the tracks wrong, and switch up March and April. We're going to figure it out, but uh, we will have an after party, and uh, Joel Real quick, though, to talk. before we close, it is Valentine's weekend. Oh. Remember to wear protection or pull out. No one likes a Scorpio. Do you think Trojan will uh, give us money for this? What's Trojan, Rich? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, mittenbags.com is a great place to go visit. You can see profiles of Brian Frawley, a.k.a. Brian Wolf, and also Jennifer Sawyer, a.k.a. Jaysaw. But real quick, Jaysaw, quick question, honest question, as this is a commercial. Uh, have you used your mitten bag on more than your hand? I may have used my mitten bag on more than my hand. Um, you know, thigh chafing is a thing, and I do appreciate the versatility of a mint bag. I use it not only for my chafing disc off legs, but for my sweaty, calloused, lifting hands. It work. I would probably 
be good if you were a bowler too. Yeah, I've definitely banged my bag south of my bag, if you know what I mean. Thank you, and this has been a commercial for mittenbags.com. Mittenbags. to the after party before we get too weird brian and i kept cutting off jay saw when she was listing her discs so we'll get right back into her bag finish that up and then uh after that we're probably not going to talk about anything important thank you for listening so uh moving on to my fairways we'll start under under stable fairway which is the relay and then i have the electron vault which i added to my winter bag but honestly i've had it in my regular bag for longer than um, I actually. I, it's an electron. They're really soft. It's a pro. It's the baseline pro plastic. Yeah. So it's the electron. It's the same. Uh, it's a putting plastic. Mm. So it's really good in the snow and the rain. So that's why I put it in my winter bag. Good and grippy. But I used to use it in my regular bag, and I should put it back because it's honestly been a really good disc. Uh, and then regular bag is a servo, plasma servo. I yeah, I know you don't know any of these discs. So <laughs> then I'm moving sorry, on to, to drivers, I've I'm, got I'm super um, basic. my my favorite drivers are then the the fission photon and the plasma wave. Um, I played with the wrath a little bit. Is fission played, the harder one. Fission is it, it's a different kind of plastic, so it's weighted more in the exterior in the rim. So the gyro force is actually greater. I love than, the gyro. Really, it, because the, the flight, the the plate is actually thinner, but yeah. it's kind of like uh, fission is is kind of similar to star plastic, but but thinner. If star plastic was like gummy. Okay, I I truly like. Uh, I think I'm just very basic. I just keep with like Innova and Discraft. And I was like that for a while. I've thrown, and, I've thrown and a lot Arobi. of Discraft. And, and don't, don't forget about the Aerobi yeah. Epic. Why not just throw in the Quest, too? Uh, oh, if I could, I would. <laughs> I, I might have the a couple one? of... Yeah, oh, the, the Quest Turbo. I could be so I might good. have a couple of those discs still in my uh, collection. If you do, let me know. I will. Oh, they're God. they're in boxes somewhere. Some <laughs> random box somewhere. I know it. Yeah, I Turbo Putt because I can't putt for real. Like I can't. Just how do you, how do you learn to putt for real? Like I, because I, I, I used try. to be able to putt, and the last few years I've been struggling with the yips. Like literally. Oh yeah. It's rough, man. I feel bad. Like a lot of pros are amazing, and they get on the coverage or something, and then they just get the yips. Like. See, it's not even that. Um, honestly. Th- the the data shows it really doesn't make as much of an impact as people think. No. Um, I I 
have kind of always tended to do better on camera. Call me an exhibitionist or well, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I, I like to show off. If, if I, people are watching, right, I Right, exactly. Better, I like. Especially as yeah. like the only girl at my home course, like okay. back in the day, like it's Keep just kind of how eyes. I felt confident mm-hmm. where I'd be like, these guys don't expect shit out of me mm-hmm. and then vomit. I've, yeah. I mean, especially I've aced discs in Ashimo, like in front of guys that wouldn't let me play through when I was playing alone, <laughs> and then literally just aced to their back, and Fuck they were like, "Oh, you want, you want me to play, you want to play yeah. through then?" Hey. Oh yeah. Hey thanks. sugar. Thanks. Yeah, probably call <laughs> Please yeah. and thanks. Little, uh, <laughs> Waiting for them on every hole, call. and it takes you acing behind them to um actually get an invitation to go through. Yeah. Uh, no, I love that. Just. Show them up, and uh, you know, I I fully acknowledge that you are a better player than I am, and I have no problem with that. <laughs> like you, I'm are, just not you a good putter. Good. Thanks, oh, but I'm just oh. my putting is I I'm trying to be more confident. So I think I think a lot of I think there's a different there's always a mental game for everybody, right? Yeah. Everybody's mental game is different, and I think something. Uh, I mean, I struggle with confidence, and if I'm not feeling confident in that day in any respect of my life, then it's going to affect my disc golf life. And since, honestly, what you see on social media and our conversations we had earlier, like yeah. what you see on social media is literally half my life. It's yeah. not my everyday bullshit. It's not my, you know, <laughs> uh, my yeah. self-care day. It's not my, you know, bad day. It's not my good day. It's not, it's uh, just... Over, that you used to share. Over or under two and a half baths per week. Oh. Under. Under? Um, oh. Mainly because I don't like my kitchen, or my, my kitchen. Your bathroom? <laughs> like I take a bath in the kitchen. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> like I don't like Like you're my, an Italian baby. Right, my bath right now. <laughs> Just but I'm also, out. I have a lot of other things where I don't have time for baths yeah. anymore. All right. I used to be at about two and a half. But I just don't have time for it anymore. Can I suggest that you make time for it? You should, but in twenty in minutes. True, true. But those twenty minutes, I I choose to spend sleeping, or I choose to spend um, a twenty minute extra workout. Like okay. the fact that I've been um, consistent in workouts for two and a half months now, um, haven't missed a day, six days a week. Obviously, I have missed. Six days a week. <laughs> I mean, it's been a it's been a struggle because I yeah. went and played when I played um, Flip City. I was overshooting up shots. Ooh. And I nice. that's usually my in game. The, in man. the winter though. In the winter at Flip after like literally hiking eight miles uphill yeah. in eight inch snow. I can't throw for shit in the winter. Um, and I didn't, but it wasn't, they weren't necessarily online that they, they were just but doing, but the power so, though. exactly. So I have to figure out what to do with that. Dial it in baby. <laughs> and I, it's just so cold <laughs> and I work and I work a regular job. I work construction. I work construction management during the week. So like I don't get done with my day until five, six o'clock. There's not enough light. There's not, not enough light in the no, day. You're right. And my weekends, I generally don't want to go spend it. 10 degree fucking <laughs> cold wind wow. but you know the last two weekends I have and looks like I'm signing up to do it this weekend too so luckily I'm not playing because you want to know what lesson I learned never play my rule okay me and Ashley Jersky joke that we are um in hibernation because I have been a solid proponent I've been a supporter since day one 
of the rule that you do not play sanctioned tournaments when there's snow on the ground. I try. To. That is my rule. I try. I like. I will go and play yeah. any other round. Okay, but but not. Did you see Brian? Did Tonight. You see how like he just can t- talk you into anything. <laughs> it's like, true. Papa is very convincing. He. I'm, I know. I live in Detroit. I'm in Kalamazoo for a <laughs> two day weekend. Yeah, you are. You're staying at like, some shitty hotel down in Kalamazoo with no bar or restaurant is no open after 10 p.m. <laughs> People are coming in. We just shush the fuck. And up. that is. Um, Papa's back though. Papa's back. Kaposia. I've played that course actually. In Minnesota. I got this. I flew into the Twin Cities for a work trip um, a couple years ago for for Bigot Boss. Let's not go into that a little bit longer, but for Bigot Boss. Um, and I got drunk at a sports bar, but still delivered my bid the next day and played Kaposia. Kaposia hoodie. With uh, Bill Kroll. Thank you to uh, my secret Santa from Discraft Underground team right. that sent me this. This is a top five hoodie for me. It's bright green. It's slightly... Yeah, we need to like steal this idea. They got the metal things. What do they call those? Grommets or some shit? Yeah. Uh, we get all of our uh, equipment and apparel from oh, the wonderful... This is a new commercial. Hold on. Start now. We get all of our apparel and wonderful new equipment. Oh, damn. You really tried. I know I did. Yeah. I was going to try. Okay. We got all of our wonderful apparel from Paragon Disc Golf. <laughs> While we're at it, <laughs> might as well crack this open. Oh, I can't wait to hear that tomorrow or Sunday or Monday. I don't know oh if God. that picks Cause that, up. Because that, no, 100% it would pick up. Classic. This, this yeah. mic picks yeah, up. We totally laughed at you. The door opening oh, is a distraction. You gotta go, you gotta go. Definitely heard that. No, that's amazing. All right. So... context on this next segment they were talking shit about who can plank longer the night before we have a tournament let's see how that's going for them you just can't drop so yeah if you want to do a teeth okay. plank the whole time sure no, go ahead no, 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 why would you want to do that do not <laughs> <touch>. <laughs> no she said i know he said tea ready i'll tee you while he can tee anybody all right i'm gonna have to stare at joel's ass but yeah, that's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. I just want everyone Butt to Butt down, Brian. I just want Butt ev- down, Brian. I just want everyone to hear that oh J-Saw man. said, I will out-tee Brian. <laughs> she did say Who is recording this, though? Is this it? Like, all I have to do is like a push-up without pushing up? It's yep. a plank, yes. Oh. Well, you got to keep your butt up, though. You what can't you be do? like... You, know, you can't drop it. I'm sorry, can't do it on a official... Rich, Rich, can you officiate our ass? Right, though. I am. Do you see that? You said any method worked, right? I am not nearly qualified enough to be an official of the plank. All I'm oh, here to do is oh, okay. Uh, record this. No, you like to drop the bottle in your pocket. Are you just happy to see me? Yeah. <laughs> Rich, take my sock off. Nope. Rich, take nope. my sock off. Nope. No assistance. Why is my No assistance. You should have thought that before you started. Why am I doing this? How can I give this? I worked story? out today. You didn't. You're 100% right on that. Unless all three people say I can take your sock off for you, I cannot. I think that would be Pushing your somebody. shoulders, Brian. No, he's doing fine. 
This is way harder than what. Struggling. Yeah, exactly. And I would not do it for him because I thought that was against competition rules. Those are all fucking stupid. Because I'm just sitting here enjoying your pain. There's no pain. You just got to go down. You know. Good luck, guys. What does half out just like could pee? Right? I'm talking about peeing. Right. Up. Yeah. Everybody has to pee. Drew's up. Yep. Oh, Drew's <laughs> up. Yeah. I don't want to blow my ass out. He's the, he's the second smartest person in this room. <laughs> like, I stopped before it even started. <laughs> and then Drew That's stopped. That's a true statement. Because it hurts. Yep. And yep. why? Yeah, hey, why it's am like, I doing this to oh, myself? Do you even, now? Yeah, no. Oh, he's going sideways. Do you uh, even have a dollar on this? Dude, no, 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 there's no dollar. Oh my god. Joel's switching, just sitting here doing... Switching tees. Now you guys have similar tattoos on your wrists and stuff. I'm gonna throw it before I finish. Yeah, Joel. <laughs> don't do it again. This isn't gonna help you tomorrow. Just kidding, Mara. Just he so you know. Drop. It sure isn't. That's why you don't play practice. It's not gonna help you at all tomorrow. Why do you think I quit so early? Hey. Why do you think I didn't even sign up? It's my hometown. Oh, I don't play it. Because you're smart than us. I'll go help. I'll be there at 7 a.m., but I won't fucking play it. Yeah, because you're smart than us. I stopped playing darts last night because my elbow was starting to hurt. I didn't want to mess up my yeah, thumbs. It's easier when you move. That's why you keep moving. Yeah, because it's the motion that keeps yeah, it going. It's uh, motion on the ocean. Fucking dumb. Oh no 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 no! That doesn't count. Push oh, you tight your arm. Yeah, let me oh, do this first. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You gotta do three. <laughs> you said three. There you go. Let's see. I can let you hold you that, Joel. That's why you're like, like twenty pounds. I fuck you guys. Where's it? The third smartest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the second to quit. <laughs> After me. Well, I guess I am gonna hit top. Oh God. Tomorrow. Okay. As a visual, <laughs> Brian and Joel are literally staring each other in the face in different types of poses. Yeah, they're like totally going crazy with their uh, their planks here. Comment who you think will win. I got. Brother Joel, because he just wins everything and it pisses me off. But Brian's doing a weird other What's that? No, I mean, look at, look at how far his leg is out. Like, he's literally bracing himself. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a chance here. Oh, we're switching. I don't think Brian can feel his pain anymore, so you just gotta go all out. What I know is Brian is passionately uh, just really hard headed and. So he wants nothing more than to beat Joel at this right now. Yeah, well, Joel, you gotta pick your butt up a little bit more. You gotta, you gotta you know, arc your back like uh, Brian is. Picking it up it makes it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. I mean, Brian's got a nice, nice dog leg left going right now. <laughs> a nice downward dog, which is not playing. Those are two different things. <laughs> I don't know yeah, you guys, either. you've already lost. Both of you have already lost playing yeah. together. I look forward to seeing that in a whole three. I mean, that's, that's really what I'm looking for. Are you guys going, like, together? <laughs> no, no, Joel's going in full, like, yoga mode. 
Brian's just oh. trying to hang tight. Yeah, hips on more, and then you'll be in plank. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, There you go. Hopefully all of you commented on who you thought would win between Joel and Brian. Because They're still going. It could I be think, all podcast. I think we're within 30 seconds. Oh, there it is. And... Honestly, I'm pretty sure Somebody that I held the most fell. plank for the, for the longest plank. And uh, if you had it. all of your money on the big brother, Joel. No, he cheated long ago. He doesn't, well, doesn't count. He got out of his plank. We'll have to go to instant replay, but Brian went down to his knees first. That's what he said. And he's out. <laughs> Joel's still going. Happy birthday, America.